this is not a show live uh, via Zoom. Tom calling in from uh, your, your your the the painting on your wall. Did your dad do that painting? Yes. Okay. Then I am not going to make fun of it. <laughs> you can make fun of it. I love that. It's, you know what it is? Is if you look at it for a second, it looks cooler. But like at first glance, like especially given the wall it's on, it looks like hotel art. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like it looks like if you go to a Motel Six, it's the painting they put up to cover the blood stain from the hooker that got exploded. <laughs> it actually, it's cool. Like as soon as I started getting ready to shit on it, I looked closer. I'm like, oh, that's really weird, and that's why I thought maybe your dad did it. Well, I mean, I'm here to defend it. It is taking where we used to live, that area, right. which he did before we lived there in Echo Park, right, uh, and vastly improved it. So it <laughs> right. really should be be hostile art. And he turned it into motel arts. I, I I really think more than anything, it's just jarring to see see you near art. You know what I mean? What what every square inch of our home is covered in. But like in a separate environment, in an environment that is your space, I it's hard for me to wrap my head around you choosing to put up a piece of art. I fuck with art. I know we talked about this before that you have a hard time decorating. Yeah, decorating's fucking weird, man. It's like, you know, why does stuff has have houses? You know? You say why does stuff have houses? Yeah, it seems You mean a drawer? I mean drawers, wall, like you're just gonna live on this wall to do what? Stare at me? Like fuck that. I'm calling I'm calling my closet the stuff house from now on. Yeah, you got stuff house, you got sock house, you got art house. <laughs> Art house means uh, a different thing, though, huh? An art house, I, I mean, that's like indie movies. I guess you could call a museum that. Right, yeah. Or a wall, you know? You got pencil you go. house, animal house, which is a zoo or a rapey film. There you go, doctor house. Doctor house. Dude, I fuck with house MD so hard. It's very funny that every time you've ever referred to the show house, you call it house MD. That's like what you it's were, called, bro. but I think I think the show is just called House. Maybe it's called House MD, but it's funny to me that you insist on get, putting that respect on his name. No, it's it's House MD, man. I'm telling you, dude, you don't want to. I, I better be right here, but you don't want to fuck with House. Yeah, you know, he didn't go to eight years of doctor TV medical school to be called Mister House. Uh, you know what? It is just called House. I I know. <laughs> you you guess I've watched a lot of House. Right. Damn. They I feel like sometimes they say house and some oh no, see, see the I think the poster like the like the promo image says like house MD, but I think the show is called House. I mean it's referred to as house, but even yeah, in some of the poster images it says house MD. Oh no, you know what? It's in all the poster images it says house MD, but the MD is in like 30 fonts smaller than the actual right word house. Yeah. So called House MD. All right. Well, this is a great segue. Speaking of uh house and uh and medical problems. Wrong. What's up? I, I don't I don't know that I was, but no, you were the MD was just so small I couldn't see it until I zoomed in on the photo. I'm gonna look on the IMDB and see what the show is called. Uh huh. All right, the show is called House. Uh-huh. But it's called it's uh, on every every poster it says House MD. I think it. I think that's just on there, but the show is called. I. I. I yeah, I don't have to tell you. Maybe it's called House MD. House also called House MD. So we're both right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, and, 
Anyway, speaking of segues, what? How dare you challenge me? Yeah, that'll show me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I found a new story. And just to tee this up a little bit for people, uh, over on the Patreon, we've a couple times now made a point of highlighting the unluckiest people in the world. Uh, presented by Frosted Flakes. Presented by Frosted Flakes. They're a very real sponsor. Uh, yeah. They gave us a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to buy a lot of art. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> I found one, uh, and I'm not going to read the headline because I don't want to give away where it's going. So I'm just going to read you the story. And feel free to, it's not that long, but feel free to jump in and guess where you think it's going. Oh, hell yeah. All right. We gave them, they gave us Frosted Flakes, but that's still Well, well, no, that's not a sponsorship. That's a grocery store. You're overthinking this. No, no, I promise you're underthinking it. I I think if we just collectively go, that's how they're sponsoring us, then we're correct. But we have to be in agreement. We create our own reality. I, I, I think I've made it very clear that I'm not in agreement. <laughs> and I'm, that's what I'm trying to get you to change your mind. No. If you agree with me, then we're no. both. What is, what is this weird fucking uh, propaganda you're doing where it's uh-huh. like, oh, we will control the minds of the fat and dumb? They're collusion. Um, no, yeah. It's, it's all about how you want to be sponsored. I want to be sponsored with cereal, not by cereal. But right. Both. And I would not pay my sponsor because that's not that's the opposite of what sponsorship is. Well, I see money is going down. OK, OK, US, it's going to be going down, which means at some point Frosted Flakes will be worth more than the American dollar. And OK, sure. But why are we giving them money? <laughs> <laughs> because I want to eat Frosted Flakes. We're giving them publicity, and they're supposed to give us free frosted flakes. That's the well, idea. They're falling. They're falling low on their agreement. Somewhere, frosted flakes lawyers are listening to this and going like, "Oh, we're these guys are too dumb to sue." Oh, the flake of law. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> the glove doesn't fit. They have OJ's team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony the Tiger defending OJ Simpson is a pretty fun thing. Fucking Tony Cochran. <laughs> He's got a gun to his head going down the five freeway. Officer Furman, did you ever say the N-word? Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Cole is dead. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of violence, I have another tee up. So here's, here's the beginning of the story. Uh, brawls are always ugly. The ones in streets more so. There is often misadventure and things get out of hand. So this is a story about a fist fight that went out of hand. Okay, I thought I misheard you because you said brawl. Did you think I said balls? No, they said bra. Bras are unruly? <laughs> <laughs> Just tits flopping every damn where? I thought this was going to be a fun Mardi Gras story for a second. No, this is this is this took place in Scotland. Okay, all right. Which I don't I don't know what Scotland Mardi Gras is. I think Scotty you throw beads. What is it? Scotty Gras. Yeah, they throw you beads and then you trade them for heroin so you can forget you live in a rain cloud. Yeah, they all come inside a potato. You got to crack like an egg. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is basically, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but there's a a guy and a lady in front of a uh, a bar in Scotland. Most most Irish fights. Okay. Uh, Again, Scotland is not Ireland. Okay. Uh, One of the, sorry, sad, sadder Ireland. All right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bethany Ryan, 27, clashed with the stranger, James McKenzie, sparking an ardent argument in Edinburgh. 
after Mackenzie walked towards Ryan with a clenched fist. So the guy's coming at her with like a fist ready to fight. She inexplicably kissed him, then chopped off a piece of his tongue. Wow. Yeah, she bit half his tongue off. I think that's Krav Maga. Is that <laughs> is that what the Israelis fighting forces do? I, I think I think so. I think that's what Krav. Yeah. Okay, if you are approached by enemy combatant, first you step, then you smooch, then you caca. Honestly, yeah, no. There, 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 I'm surprised there isn't a martial art that's all involved in like blowjobs and lose a penis and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much training you need to bite a dick. I mean, maybe it's more like a psychological martial art. But anyway, this woman's a genius. I promise. <laughs> I mean, that's a baller move. That, like, look, I've I've been in fights before, and I've sucked a dick, and it's way easier to turn one into the other than the other way around. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Wait. No, I don't know what you mean. Like, I could probably, if I was sucking a dick, turn it into a fist fight. But I don't know how to turn a fist fight into me sucking a dick that I'm into. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like what Gandhi did. You know, you turn the other cheek. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and this other cheek is grabbing your ankles and showing your asshole. Well, Gandhi's not going to suck a dick. He's on a hunger strike. That's, you know what? That's a good point. If that guy comes in his mouth, England wins. Right. Yeah. You know, what's fu- you know what's funny? I genuinely don't know what Gandhi's deal was. Are you serious? Like, I know I know he he was Indian. And I know, uh, the, I know he was hungry until uh, until the bad guys left. But I don't really know any of why he did that. I mean, it's, it, it was long story short. Britain pretty much owned India the way we own like Puerto Rico. God, and I figured it was something like that. Yeah, and the Indian people were getting just destroyed. You know, the English did the thing was like, we'll trickle down economics them into being a better country, and they just divided it and turned into a mess. And it, it was real. It was real bad for the Indian people and Gandhi just pretty much like he used pacifist tactics to get them to fuck off. And it gotcha. I, I do like the idea of like, they're like, all right, well, we can't just kill this guy. We got to we got to make him eat. So the hunger strike ends. So they're just like leaving a pie on a windowsill near him with like cartoon waves. Be like, Gandhi. <laughs> they're using Looney Tunes tactics to defeat Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> yeah, the fucking the British military just setting up like a big ham that they're roasting in front of him. No, yeah, uh, they, they more fed him sticks to his teeth. <laughs> I mean, that's that's less fun than them going like, hey, Gandhi, want a churro? <laughs> Honestly, you should be in charge of the English army because that would have been a better tactic is to just make some dope Ben and Jerry's and fucking fudgesicles. And- yeah, that's true. I, I, the Postmates would have been the way to handle this rather than violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I also want to point out, that is not the end of the story I'm telling you. Oh, no, I want to, yeah, yeah, let's continue. All right, because the next part is, it, this is where it gets weird. Have they said why they're fighting yet? They haven't. They got into some sort of what I can pick up from the stories I've read. They got in some sort of drunk people argument. And then he was like, I'm going to go beat up this lady. Uh-huh. So which does add the wrinkle of I don't have to feel bad that he got part of his tongue bit off. Oh, I don't feel any look. Any man who hits a woman deserves to lose their tongue. I I, I no way. I don't care what the fight was about. She <laughs> right. She, like, it's one thing if she starts wailing on him first. If he's coming right. at her, fuck him. You, you, no, 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 that's, yeah, no, that's fucking game on. Yeah, no, that's as low as it gets. 
Well, and like also like you can probably reattach it. You know what I mean? Like it's uh yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Did she chew it? About reattaching a piece? Well, you can. You can surgically reattach uh, part of a tongue if it's removed, and they mentioned uh -huh. that in the article. Uh, they couldn't do that for him though, and here's why. Uh, so she bit the tongue. After he spat out a bloody piece of his tongue, a seagull plucked it off the ground and ate it. <laughs> Dude, seagulls are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kind of feel like the seagull knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't oh, no. say, okay. and then flew away. He just kind of ate it and then was like, what? <laughs> seagulls are fucking, yeah. Dude, if a seagull, if, if it weren't for our, like, necks, being attached uh -huh. to our head, seagulls could they just eat our head whole, man. I saw right. a seagull eat an entire peanut butter jelly sandwich in one bite one time. But it was I've seen you do that. Yeah, but I have a smaller neck. Than a seagull? Mm-hmm. I don't know that you do. Sorry, a lot they have a smaller neck. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, Tom, what the fuck are you talking about? That was a, a misspeak. Uh you so have a neck the size of a whole seagull. Yes, right. Which is why it's crazy to see them do it. Well, you should eat a seagull all in one bite and assert your I, dominance. I mean, it, that would do that. Yeah. See, this is this is why I think of us as some sort of think tank. Because we're really finding... Some sort of. Yeah. <laughs> solutions <laughs> to problems. How are we, we... Man bested by seagull? Well, here's how we win. Right. I mean, that will... Hang on, because taking it back, that's how Gandhi could have won. If he's like, you want me to eat? All right. And then he ate the King of England. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, if, if he chews him, it's not pacifism. He can't do not chew him. All right. Oh, so he's got to go whole. He's got to like... Yes. He's got he's to deep throat the King of England. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I like that. He has to go all Python on his ass. Dude, history is so fun. <laughs> Not as fun as seagulls. Where, so what happened next? That That's it. <laughs> Just the, They took that guy to the hospital, and they're like, well, we can't do anything for you because the bird ate it. If, so if I, was, if I was that lady, I would absolutely start a kissing booth. <laughs> maybe, maybe not in COVID, but that, that would be like... Yeah, yeah, because she wouldn't want anyone to get hurt. Yeah. It is weird. It is... <laughs> It is weird to think that kissing booths just used to be a thing. Right. And it was like for children. Yeah, that is a weird thing. Because now, if I mean, I guess the modern version of a kissing booth is what, an OnlyFans? Yeah, and you don't even get a kiss them. Usually not. Yeah. No. I guess it's a hooker is the modern version of an OnlyFans. Right. Well, no, the modern version of a kissing booth. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. Like every, like I feel like every movie from the eighties or seventies just has a line of kids holding their dongers, waiting to kiss some girl four years older than them. I think so, you're watching weird movies. <laughs> no, those, like, every uh, movie from the eighties about kids. Conan the Barbarian had a kissing booth. <laughs> yeah, Rambo. You will you come know. and you will give me a shackle to smooch my mouth. No, isn't that how uh, 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 Sarah Connor conceived the the uh, 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 robot Jesus? Like, is that <laughs> <laughs> okay? I, I'm not taking shit for not knowing about Gandhi. If you think kissing is how babies are made, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, it depends how good you kiss. Yeah.
You know, every time I, I, I guess so. Next, next comes babies. Yeah, first comes kids, then comes babies, then comes a seagull giving you rabies. Yeah, I mean, they literally made a song about it, Keith. What what song? The Keith and Seagull sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love, then comes babies in a carriage or a stork or some shit. <laughs> iconic song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, iconic. It's a real fucking slapper. Yeah, dude. They, they dude, that, that was that was the most listened to song whenever you, you'd get, you know, child strange. <laughs> I we we've said a lot of uncomfortable phrases on the show. I don't know if anything uh, tops child strange. Well, it's for other children. I'm not <laughs> it's <laughs> I I hate this. It's an exchange of children, Keith. Don't be weird about it. Oh yeah, okay, sorry. I forgot these are just children paying each other for <laughs> for makeout services. Right. And it's weird. That's what we're on the same page. Right. The rare. I wonder, I wonder if a kissing, but so like, you know how a lemonade stand is like, like you could open a lemonade stand and I guess technically that's probably illegal. Yes. Like in terms of like, it's not regulated, there's rules, but no one's going to call Like, I mean, I'm sure somebody has, but in general, the cops are not going to raid a fucking lemonade stand. Right. So I wonder if technically a kiss. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, uh, there have been cases where uh, parents are just like, uh, or like neighbors are like, get that out of here. And they call the cops and the cops shut down lemonade stands. I'm, I'm looking that up because I don't doubt that it's happened. It, uh, it has happened, but sorry, go, to, go, go for it. Oh, yeah. My point I was making is that by that rationale, technically, if you run a kissing booth, could you not be arrested for prostitution? I don't know. That's a great point because I don't know because it's not is it is it prostitution? It's just kissing. I mean, I that I don't know if you can draw that line. You're offering a uh, romantic service in exchange for money. Uh huh. Well, what the heck? Let's let's Google our kissing booths prostitution. Uh oh, our kissing big our kissing booths legal is the first uh, thing that pops up. Yeah, no, I'm also looking at kissing booths. Uh, apparently, it was okay. <laughs> um, I guess there was a uh, someone tried to put together a kissing booth for like uh, gay charity. Okay, <laughs> it's very funny the idea that it had to be specified gay charity. Well, I guess the way they is that way is gay charity where you write someone a check but you put it in their butt. What? <laughs> No, I guess this lady Barbara Giddings uh, put together for the LGBT equality. Yeah. Uh, Barbara uh, Giddings, some pussy. Am I right? <laughs> uh, she staffed a kissing booth, and uh, underneath the banner it said "Hug a homosexual" with a woman only side and a men's only side, and then no one used it. <laughs> no one, no one did it. Um, Hug a homosexual. <laughs> that was the side. That's very odd. <laughs> that's very that's that's fucking weird, dude. Cause like one of two things is happening there. Either A, you're doing that at an event full of gay people where they uh -huh. are like, I'll just give you the money. This is weird. 
It, it well, it, it to make it to, to your point, it was probably gay because it was in Dallas and it was 1971. Okay, so, <laughs> I actually don't know the chances of it being a gay event. Okay, I, you know what though? I guess I, I didn't realize. I thought this happened recently. Uh, sure. Yeah, the 70s is different. The idea of being like, "Hey, we're gay outside in Texas, and we're not on fire," was a pretty revolutionary act at that point. It was. They didn't get anything. So she she went on television, and just made out with some other lady, right? Uh, and uh, <clears throat> um, uh, did it end up getting them any money? Okay, so they just kept hugging and making out on television as no one went to their booth. But it, it'd be very funny if this was the birth of Girls Gone Wild. Like if it started <laughs> as as a charity for the LGBT community and then really just snowballed into something darker. Yeah. Yeah, and then no one wanted to hug, so they just started paying for kisses, and that's how she turned around. But I wonder if that's the first is that that the... really escalated quickly. It's like, all right, no one's into the hugging booth. How about the analatorium? <laughs> But oh, only- you know what? A fisting booth is how we're going to get them. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of kissing booths also put up animals. Wait, so you kiss an animal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's... that's. First of all, I don't like that... It, oh, you could have all kinds of weird stuff at a kissing booth, like a horse <laughs> or a gay. Like... <laughs> Like the two the two ideas they had were literally steers and queers. This is the most Texas shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Apparently, the animals are for comedic purposes, but that that's a hilarious point. It's- the animals are for comedic purpose. I'm glad it's not serious. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, nobody look. This is an intimate, sensual moment between me and the wrong end of this horse. Well, I got to assume some farmers are like, all right, you know, I either hug a gay person or I cheat on my horse. I got to choose the straight option here. okay. here's if you're a farmer and you're lending out your horse for the uh, for the kissing booth. Mm -hmm. Here's what I think the racket there is. That's a bad farmer. That's a bad guy. And I think what he's doing is he's watching people who line up for the kissing booth for the horse because 99 percent of them are doing it because it's a fun joke. And they're laughing and they're having a good time. But he's going to spot the one guy in line who's taking it a little too seriously. Like his lip is quivering a little. He's kind of just like shaking but trying to be cool. And that's the guy you approach and be like, hey, you want to come fuck this horse? Like that's <laughs> that's how I, you find a guy who wants to fuck a horse. Right. Yeah. No, and personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with bestiality because it just keeps that human pussy market up for me. I hate every every <laughs> consonant and vowel of what you just said. And I also really am excited to remove I don't mind bestiality from context and have that be my ringtone for when you text me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, just saying, like, you know, there's two, there's two kinds of markets, competitive or distracted. Right. This is, this, this is the free market at work. <laughs> All right. So, but so what you're saying is that you think that there are women in this world who are like, gosh, I want to date all these hot studs, but they're out banging cattle. I guess I'll give Tommy G a try. Uh, it's you know, there's worse strategies. I feel like they're more likely to go fuck a horse than me. I mean, if if every guy that they're interested in is already fucking a horse, I think they're going to be like, well, what do they know about horses that I don't? And they're going to get into it. 
I guess it could cause like a Beatles mania kind of deal. <laughs> <laughs> in 1963, horse fuck mania swept America <laughs> when Mr. Hands appeared on the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. People are followers. <laughs> they released the film A Hard Nays Night to rave reviews. <laughs> <laughs> there were four members of the band Paul, George, Ringo and that horse that fucks you <laughs> they didn't name him <laughs> names are for people <laughs> yeah and all their hits like the Mare's Submarine um, uh, um, what, else, what else can we do uh, helter, oh, oh, horse or skelter? Uh, that, that was bad. Uh, uh, let's see. I want to hold your hoof. Yeah, I want to hold your. There we go. There we go. And, and and their hit song, "Let It Be" (parentheses) a horse's wiener inside of my colon. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, but trouble became trouble began when Yoko Ono joined the band, and then it's that Rolling Stone cover of John Lennon and Yoko naked, but it's just a horse with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, strawberry <laughs> hayfields forever. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I also and then, I, and, I then Paul, and then Paul left to start a band called Wings, which was exclusively about fucking birds. <laughs> I do like that you uh, kept Ringo in there, and like Ringo's still the least popular guy next to the horse they make me clean up after the horse <laughs> he's got to follow him around with a shovel and a broom <laughs> well this this is an alternate reality we're pitching where like the the beatles are still writing the beatles songs but they're way an afterthought to everybody wanting to fuck this horse yeah <laughs> like they're opening for the horse opening you like yeah yeah no i i think we i think we really really struck some gold you know i mean no <laughs> no no i think yet again we stumbled our way into a horse fucking riff i don't know why that has become the hallmark of this show did not intend it i started with a with a good old-fashioned american story about a, an assault victim biting a guy's tongue off and feeding it to a bird and somehow we ended up here you know what? If I start, if there was a band out there that just played like normal ass songs, whatever genre, but they just had like a seagull in a cage on stage or something, uh -huh. I, that would be. I would be interested in seeing that. That's. I could see like the Decemberists doing that. Yeah, just like or like I the Lumineers know. or some shit. Yeah, let's see what they see. See, they're they're too they're too niche. I, well, you, here's what I would love to see. I would love okay. to see like Slipknot with like a parrot on stage at all times. Okay, that bird's gonna hate it though. <laughs> the bird will get used to it. I mean, I do like the idea of them just teaching a parrot the words to let the bodies hit the floor, and then he tours with half of Drowning Pool. Uh huh. <laughs> like they split up, you know what I mean? Squawk! Something's wrong with me. Squawk! <laughs> <laughs> okay, new metal bands fronted by parrots is my new favorite genre. <laughs> Polly want to break your fucking face tonight? <laughs> <laughs> fucking kid block. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, no, imagine just the Baron's not doing anything. He's just there. But right. But I would like to see like Limp Bizkit do rolling, 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 squack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this no, this sucks. <laughs> I would absolutely go to that concert. <laughs> really, you, what you're describing is just going to a zoo with your AirPods in. <laughs> Yeah, which is the best way to do it? That's 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 so much more convenient than making a bird be at a, a fucking butt rock show. <laughs> well, no, here's here's imagine all the people reacting. Like it would it would create some sort of news if just without explanation. Yeah, bre- breaking news: parrot abused by Slipknot. <laughs> no, okay, they're not hurting the parrot. That's too much noise for a parrot. All right, okay, imagine this. Imagine Mariah Carey doing a concert, but for some reason, there's just a llama on stage. They don't explain the llama. She sometimes sings the llama. The llama's just in there eating, shitting, being a llama. You would be like, well, what's the llama mean? It would, it's, I, dude, honestly, yeah. PR. I think I did hear a story about Mariah Carey spitting on somebody, so I guess a llama out there is uh, good revenge. She seems like a good llama kind of, like, she seems like a llama act more than a bird act. Explain your logic there. I need. I need to know. I mean, the spit thing alone. You know, um, she. I could just see her serenading. Alone. Oh, okay. I. I should be clear. Just to before anybody well actually is me on this. I got that story way wrong. Because uh, the headline. I. I googled Mariah Carey spit. Like, what am I remembering? And then I found the headline: Mariah Carey was spit on in racist attack. So let the record show. Mariah Carey didn't do anything wrong. Wait, what race is she? Um, I don't know, but they're not a fan. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I, I think she's white. I might be thinking of Celine Dion. Uh, Celine Dion is definitely white. Yeah. Uh, I think she's like mixed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Irish. Oh, yeah. She got uh, white mom, black dad. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what a what a what an insane reaction after what I just told you. <laughs> nice. Well, what, no, I'm not spitting. I'm uh, good for her. Yeah. The only thing you're spitting is game. Yeah. Exactly. What's up, girl? I said nice, Mariah. Let's say you, me, and a llama take this shit on the road. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like we already have the hype man, and that's fine. I'm just saying hype animals. Okay. You know, you tell me if a chimp wasn't on stage, uh, you know, for for a fucking uh, a B-52s or whatever, just doing chimp shit, you wouldn't you wouldn't be like, well, this is interesting. I mean, it'd be interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying I wouldn't go. <laughs> exactly. I just don't think it's like, a, I don't know. I would imagine the logistics and financials of transporting a chimp with a touring band outweigh whatever novelty it has. Well, no, if we've learned anything from 90s sitcoms, it only makes the band more fun. Look, maybe if you could, like, teach the chimp to also, like, work the merch booth or something. Like, uh-huh. okay. he's got to have a function besides just hanging out up there. <laughs> I think it would drive up ticket sales. I mean, this is basically the logic behind that midget Kid Rock hung out with. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that a little person and a parrot are the same thing. I'm just saying I think it was the same idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Kid Rock was like, I'm already up here, but let's get this little fucked up guy. People will be like, eh. <laughs> I guess my point is that, like, I would love to see Snoop Dogg. I love Snoop Dogg. 
Okay. But if Snoop Dogg was on stage with a donkey, then I'm going to want to go even more. <laughs> so, so to be clear, not a dog. <laughs> no, dogs are hack. You got to get a dog. It's not even <laughs> on brand. <laughs> yeah, there's one dog and one Don- donkey. <laughs> Donkeys are also like the lamest animal. <laughs> well, donkeys are just naturally kind of high looking, was my thinking. Well, yeah, but they're just kind of like... <laughs> Like, I don't know how it says. Donkeys are just ugly horses, kind of. Uh-huh. Which is why I think it would be fun to watch Snoop, like, continue to rap to the donkey through the concert. Like, they're utilitarian. They're unremarkable. Like, I don't want to watch Snoop rap to the animal version of, like, a Toyota Corolla. Like, Well, <laughs> yeah, but the Toyota Corolla can't move without a person inside it. A donkey can move if you're not inside it. <laughs> Okay, I mean, a donkey's going to move a lot faster if you're inside it. <laughs> yeah, but that ruins the musical number. I I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would love this that. This feels show. like Chekhov's donkey, where if you introduce a donkey in Act 1, the donkey will be fucked by Act 3. <laughs> no, you just don't, you don't address it. It's part of the show. He's rapping to it, all right? Okay. And people are like, what's going to happen with the donkey? And then it just does whatever the donkey does. And the donkey's allowed to do whatever. It wants to eat, it wants to shit, it wants to murder a dude. Like, that's all part of the show. Well, I mean, every every crowded concert I've ever been to, I've been like, well, this is fine, but I wish it smelled like a state fair. Yeah, but it's going to be up on stage. What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, the smell will be... I think all those people are going to smell just as bad as the donkey would. I guess. Yeah. And also, about, I don't okay, think- are they going to get, are they going to teach the, uh, like, if we're doing this, we're doing this. Are they going to teach the donkey to smoke weed? <laughs> Dude, yes. Okay, I can't, I can't believe you didn't consider that. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah, it's the one layup to having Snoop have an animal sidekick. Yes, it's, I mean, it's a donkey. You gotta see it high. Yeah. You gotta get it high. Yeah, I really want this animal to absolutely not move while I look at it. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be like, and then, no, and then... Okay. All, all, this whole idea boils down to, what if something alive was afraid, and then I could buy a t-shirt? It like, won't be afraid. It won't be afraid at least every concert. It'll a, donkey, a donkey has no concept of its own fucking mortality, and you're going to give it weed and put it in the middle of a Snoop Dogg show, and you think it's going to be fine. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting. If you walk buy a donkey too fast it will try to kick you to death uh-huh which they're they're, they're panicky <laughs> what oh i said to be fair i do that didn't mean to, did, didn't oh, mean to no you're good off. yeah yeah well this is uh is a damn fine business juncture you've just, uh you've pitched tweeted us if you would watch snoop dog with the donkey rap and smoke weed together or don't they're fine like, choices <laughs> <laughs> what's that i said or don't tweet that at us they're both fine choices i i think i think it would be exciting <clears throat> yeah maybe <laughs> and it would be fun to see people go like why is the donkey there right like, you gotta just find out because the reality is no one knows you gotta add a little chaos donkey chaos you had another story, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's it's this fucking show, man. <laughs> Every time I come in with an idea and I'm like, oh, maybe this will set us up for somewhere. It always ends up with you being, what if we replaced blank with an animal? <laughs> and, and it's never not good, but it's always, it's just so funny how often we end up there. Yeah, dude, animals are hilarious. I like animals. Uh did you see my tweet about the uh, about the the NHL outdoor game? No, I'm a I'm a. Uh, oh, I think I did. Was it about All the right. name? Well, like- don't yeah, don't don't spoil the name yet. Because okay. uh, so for anybody who doesn't watch hockey, uh, the NHL does like these outdoor games every year, uh, and they usually do them at like a, a football stadium or a baseball stadium or something big old crowd. Uh, they couldn't this year because COVID. So they uh, they did it at Lake Tahoe, and it was, like, super beautiful, no crowd. Uh, and they did a thing where they brought out, like, first responders or whatever, because we can't have any sporting event without a public jerking off of doctors and firefighters and shit now. Uh, and I, I just want to pull up the press release here where they explain some of the people, uh, and they name them. Uh, so these are some of the people they honored uh, during the opening ceremony. Uh, there was Miranda Miller, an activities director at a nursing facility. Uh, there was Daryl Braga, who was a uh, charge nurse in uh, Lake Tahoe. All right. And then there was a firefighter and paramedic named Dusty R. Gooch. <laughs> Dusty R. Gooch? <laughs> Dusty Gooch. And they threw him up there and he's waving. And then the little thing comes up under him that just says Dusty Gooch. And I just imagined the feeling of an NHL, like, like uh, PR, like social media guys, heart falling out of their asshole when they realize <laughs> what the next several hours of their life are going to be. Honestly, it gets people tweeting about the games. Yeah, no, I, you got to wonder if like, because look, there's a lot of research that goes into this. And at some point they looked at me, that guy's name is Dusty Gooch. And you know, they were like, well, is that going to be silly or is that going to make people tweet about this guy named Dusty Gooch? And I think it was the the get the press thing because they brought him back the next day. <laughs> did they bring they, the other ones? No, they did not. <laughs> the, the next day it was like some professional skier and then Dusty ass Gooch drove in in a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> I do there's something great about uh, about funny. Funny names are like the only thing better than names is animals doing stuff, man. It really right. does keep all like. Okay, now yeah. if you told me the donkey's name was Dusty Gooch, I'd be on board with your Snoop Dogg plan. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, we do. We can name him, we can name him, uh, Nugs McKenzie, like whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. It's that that. <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, another silly name real quick. Uh, that guy's daughter did the national anthem for the game, and her name is Aurora C. Gooch. <laughs> Which, look, you're already sticking your kid with Gooch. Don't give her the C. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do give her the C in the middle, uh, make me... Make her first name Ass. That way it's Assy Gooch. Assy Gooch? <laughs> Assy Gooch. <laughs> well, she's, I think when her career evolves as a singer, she's going to change her name to Gooch Doggy Dog, and then it'll be Gooch Lion, and then it'll just be Gooch. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Yeah, no, there are all sorts of funny, funny fucking silly names out there. And it always bewilders me that, like, are parents, like, do parents just not think things through? Or, yeah. Or are they just the biggest bully? Like, they knew when they named him Dusty that they're, they're giving him a, a, a loot, they're starting him off on an L. Now, <laughs> now, to be fair, his name might be Dustin and he might have done this to himself. Well, if that's the case, then someone should should tickle his gooch for him because that that's that's a hell of a public. You know what? Thank you for your service if that's what you did. <laughs> right, and there's no there's no good first name that you can throw in front of gooch. Um, no, but Dusty is worse. Right, I like Dusty is worse than any adjective is bad. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Sam Gooch does not have the same ring as Dusty. Dusty Gooch. I mean, I guess the worst of what, what would be worse than Dusty Gooch is Wet Gooch. They named him Wet. That would, that would be much worse. All right, well, let's just get into brass tacks here. If you're approaching a Gooch, uh-huh, would you prefer it to be wet to some extent or dusty? Dusty. Really? Yeah, because that means there's ass. Oh, I guess if it's a lady, if it's a lady, then <laughs> yeah, chicks have gooches too, man. It's 2021. Well, he's, he's he's a man, so that's why I got man on the 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 gooch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just distracted by all these thoughts of manly gooch. Yeah, if it's a man's gooch, dry. If it's a girl's gooch, wet. But even if you're approaching a man's gooch, like look, let's just assume you're approaching a gooch for sexual activity in all contexts. Uh huh. Right, dusty is bad. Yes, if it's a man, it's wet. That's that. I mean, is it sweat or feces? You know, it could be. It's it could be a little bit of sweat, a little bit of just kind of. I'm talking like just a general level of moisture. Look, I don't know how hot it is where you are, but I would imagine your gooch has a little bit of a sheen to it right now. It's not, but it's not moist gooch. It's wet. But okay, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure you have a balmy gooch right now. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, man, like I'm on the fucking Caribbean islands. Think about how bummed out you'd be if your gooch was dusty, like arid, like the Sahara. Eh. I mean, think about how it feels weird when your elbows get dried out. Imagine that for your ball, your ball bag. Uh huh. Yeah, so then it would be a chapped gooch, which is honestly maybe the worst name of all three. Okay, if his name was Chappy Gooch, then he should be on. If that's his name, you put him on one of the teams. Like, I'm sorry, but like he's he's the captain of the Colorado Avalanche now. Like, you have to have that guy on television every night. Chappy Gooch sounds like one of those like uh, uh, the, the, like one of those British kid show characters. Like, I think Ch- the top hat who comes up with the kid like, oh, you kids, time to read. <laughs> I'm going to teach you the alphabet. I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Chappy Gooch is the guy in charge of cooking uh, churros in front of Gandhi to try and get him slipping. <laughs> That's why I didn't eat him. Yeah. He hasn't reacted to the beating, sir. Send in the gooch. And then he just comes. It's just this big, fat British chef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That uh, game was a fucking nightmare, too, because the ice melted, which was pretty fun. Yeah. No, it was It was as fun as a chap gooch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was a, a bummer. 
Well, it was just good. They interviewed like the, the, I almost said the CEO, the fucking, uh, the commissioner or whatever. And the whole vibe was like, well, we just wanted to make hockey fun for people. And then God said no. So I guess we'll, we'll do the game at midnight on deep cable. Yeah. Yeah. The, com- the commissioner was just like, yeah. So we didn't think the sun would exist today. So we didn't think it was going to be a problem. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. After, after running the National Hockey League for 180 years, we have learned how ice works. Yeah. I, I, I look like a garden gnome. So I, 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 garden gnomes don't need to know about the sun. Right. <laughs> but stick around for the halftime show, though. Aurora Gooch and a donkey are going to do a duet that's going to be. I would say erotically tasteful. Yeah. No, honestly, the commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman, if you had a garden gnome that was also a pedophile, that is what he would look like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like he'd be the accountant for the guys from Taken. Yeah. <laughs> He's figuring out how to get a write-off on all those snatched kids. Yeah. But if we are going to talk about a hockey thing, because this is more of an international fucking uh, like political thing... There's, there's, there's uh, yeah, no, you're good. I, my brother, I got, I got, I got a dusty gooch. It activates my sinuses. Yeah, there's a, there was a hockey player, one of the best in the league, who uh, had anti-Putin sentiment. Uh, yeah, and like, and from what I understand, like this guy's name's Artemi Panarin, and like, it didn't seem like he was like super like fuck Putin. He just like put up like one Instagram like- post. That pretty much said, I like that other guy that's for sure going to get murdered in Siberia. <laughs> yeah, the uh, what's the guy's name, Navalny or whatever? I don't know, something silly syllable sounding. He, he, I don't, I don't look, I know even less about Russia than I did about Gandhi. Uh, but basically, he uh, he escaped Russia, he was like one of Putin's like only opponents, and he told everybody, like, hey, they tried to poison me through my fucking underwear. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Putin, Putin kind of reacted with like a, no, we didn't, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then uh, the guy went back to Russia and immediately was arrested. Uh, so he's, yeah. there's, like, there's like huge protests and shit. My brother lives in Moscow and has like been going to like the protests and stuff. And they're, uh, oh, they're really? yeah. I'm surprised yeah. they don't just shoot the protesters at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like they kind of do sometimes, but they're trying not to shoot all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, you were setting you were setting up what happened to him, though. Sorry, yeah, just... but he posted just kind of like, yeah, free this dude, and then um, fucking. So now he's having this vague, uh, um, like this vague accusation from when he was n- from ten years ago that he assaulted somebody, and he needs to come back to Russia because. And I guess they interviewed like all of his teammates from the time. They're like, we have no idea what they're talking about. They yeah, it's some random newspaper that that's saying he beat the shit out of a girl ten years ago, uh, and there's no record of it that they can find, no anything, uh, and they think it was a Putin like hit job, basically. Which the timing does make you know. And here's why the Russians are so smart. Because if there's one believable... <laughs> I, I, I was so curious what angle you were going to take on this. I'm shocked that it's... Here's why Rush is great. <laughs> that great. Smart. Also, how is it getting darker in your room as we're interviewing? Are you being black bagged by the Russian government? The sun... Well, see, Keith, what happens is the sun... As the sun goes down... The less yeah, okay. I understand. It, there's also this thing called electricity. <laughs> Well, so when it was brighter, the electricity wasn't on. I can turn it on, though. <laughs> yeah, throw a light on. It's weird having a conversation with you when you are a full-on silhouette. 
it is also weird that you're like, how does dark work? <laughs> I, just, I, I don't think I'm crazy for thinking you would have a light on in a room, but that's on me. There you go. That's a little better. Hang on. Um, but yeah, well, and then the timing of 10 years ago. So basically, yeah, people think it's a, uh, it's a head job because he does have huge influence in Russia and they're, and so he's choosing to leave not he's choosing to leave just to protect his friends and family <laughs> well and, and what i've heard which is fucked up is that he's uh the rumor is he might be trying to figure out how to get some family out of russia right now is part of why he's taking the leave of absence from the Rangers. oh i'm sure uh yeah. yeah and look man this this is a hard you know scary situation to be in i'm sure but i i think it's important that he that he takes his time and doesn't rush it. And it doesn't matter that the guy I'm playing in fantasy hockey this week drafted him. That's not oh. what's important. What's important is that, you know, you get this sorted out, not before Monday. That's what's really important. <laughs> well, here's why I like Artsemi Panarin is he sounds like a fun bread chain. Right. Like, I want to, I want to order <laughs> yeah, a Panarin night. bread. Yeah, I want a Panarin loaf, you know. They call yeah. him the bread man. Yeah, over overpriced sandwiches. Uh, right. Well, yeah, anyway, he had a good career, and now he's going to be murdered in Russia, and that was... Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the silver lining is he doesn't have to be on the fucking Rangers anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, hell is better than... <laughs> like, he doesn't go to hell, but he does go to Russian hell, which is when you say anything bad about Putin. Yeah, Russian hell. Russian hell is like a fucking concrete prison in the mountains. Yeah. No, that's just Russia. <laughs> Uh, well put. Yeah. Uh, well, do we, do we want to look at uh, some Twitter questions? Yeah. All right. Cool. Let me pull up the uh, the twiggity tweets here. Oh, real, real quick. While you're doing that, uh, and this yes. is a weird uh, not joke thing, which is rare for me. Uh, but there was a uh, OC comic who passed away. She beat cancer, died from COVID, and her family's trying to put together money for a funeral. Uh, I know finances are tight, but, you know, uh, they, I'm sure, lost a lot of money as well as a loved one trying to keep her alive. So I, I posted the GoFundMe for her funeral on Twitter. If you can spare a dollar, you know, I, I like yeah. I donated. I can't afford to donate that much. But that, that sucks that you can't even the funerals aren't even uh, a thing that people can do without losing a ton of money. Yeah, no, dude, that, that, that fucking, that was very sad that that happened. I will retweet that as well. I, uh, I don't think I saw that yet, but, uh, but yeah, no, I just wanted to, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it. You know, it wasn't a person that I was incredibly close with, but very sweet person. And, uh, we'll go back now with that sentimental break yeah. the wieners balls death yeah, and yeah. I, I'm, I look I, normally this would be an off mic conversation but i'll just say it i have very few notes uh due to professionalism <laughs> in broadcasting one was don't record as a silhouette which by the way is a problem you have in no way solved uh, this is because the best i could do i i know i know i love i love that you set up in the most backlit fucking deep throat in a parking garage follow the money ass corner of your home oh, uh, number number two come back i don't care it's fine let me finish my point number two is you gotta warn a bitch before <laughs> you, you drop the the funeral fucking go fund me and then he's got to pivot back to what if a horse fucked tom while a raccoon killed his friend or whatever like <laughs> it's, 
Do you, you you gotta let me know. I well, it seemed like a good ch- a ch- good time to ramp. I was gonna do it at the very end. You needed a second to pull up the Twitter. Okay, post. yeah. Usually, when I need a second, you go like, ah, "I'm singing a song about farts." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, like I I assume she would appreciate how ridiculous what you just did is as a comedian, like. Yeah, no, I think I think what I did was use timing to get all the information out there without adding to the show, you know? Sure, sure. Okay, <laughs> well, well, like, off that somber note, you want to know what our first question is? Yes, please. All right, our first question is, uh, 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 where is it? Uh, what would Tom need to fight Godzilla at his current size? <laughs> at my current size or Godzilla's current size? You Actually... Okay, so there's two parts to this question. So let's start with the other one first. If Tom was 350 feet tall, what would he need to fight Godzilla? So your Godzilla's size first. Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to have to say a tank that I can fit in. Okay. Or or a transformer. You're, you're not, I can't fit in a tank, fat. No, if I was 350 feet tall... Oh, see, I, I, so you need, I, I misunderstood. So you need like a Godzilla sized tank. Yes. Okay. I would do the trick. Um, I mean, I guess. Yeah. No. Historically, tanks your... have not done much to them. Yeah, but they're for people, not 350 foot tall people. Well, if the tank is strong enough, what do they need you in there for? Because I can run it. I'm sure if they found a if they found a way to build a tank the size of the Empire State Building, I bet they figured out how to autopilot it. Well, here's the thing: the question was not what is the most logical way to get there; it is how do I for sure beat Godzilla, which I feel okay. like I have I have won that argument. Now, if we want to go interesting, uh huh, because that tank wasn't even the first thing I thought. Right, really? which God for we we don't I, I don't think I don't think we want to start being interesting on the podcast. I don't think yeah. that's something we should start doing. Well, first accuracy, then interesting, you right. know, and, and then and, a donkey uh, in sunglasses smoking weed. Well, you know, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. Sometimes we can do both. Example, weed donkey. Uh, <laughs> weed donkey. Yes. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop donkey, weed, weed. Concert. Nugs McKenzie. Yeah. Nugs McKenzie. <laughs> I uh, love that so much. <laughs> I, I, I hand to God. I, I, we have never discussed merch for this podcast. Nugs McKenzie might be the first thing. <laughs> That I think should be. I think we start a T Public store just to sell Nugs McKenzie t shirts. Nugs McKenzie with the donkey and sunglasses smoking a joint. 100%. Put an unauthorized picture of Snoop on there as well and see if we can get a fun cease and desist letter from him. Yeah, we just put Snoop Dog with an asterisk in the O. Uh, oh, Snop Dog? <laughs> Doug approves this message. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but the real question is what is Nugs McKenzie's stance on Vladimir Putin? Uh, smoke them out yeah i don't want i don't want 10 years from now an article to come about nugs mckenzie kicking a woman in the ukraine you know what i mean i mean he can kick whoever he's a donkey but here's what i would say (laughs) okay i don't think that's gonna hold up in court what donkey court Right, my defendant is allowed to kick a woman in the fucking skull for he is in fact a donkey (laughs) yeah man what like donkey court donkey court well i was gonna say kangaroo court but i'm like well donkey's just so close a donkey is pretty much a kangaroo with less fun 
I guess. If it was a little sad on four legs, you know. It's like a kangaroo, it. except if you climb in its stomach, it dies. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's like that uh, Star Wars uh, Muppet. Um, but yeah, no, I would say if I was any size, having the sun as a weapon absolutely kill that Godzilla. It like would you're also... holding the sun? No, 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 like I have power over the sun. Oh, but wouldn't that kill you too? Um, Not if I'm wearing... <laughs> Uh, Doug McKenzie sponsored sunglasses. Okay, 1999, okay. three payments of 1999. <laughs> it's three payments, they're $60 sunglasses? Uh-huh, but you get yeah. one free replacement if they come broken. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 not a great savings. Uh, also, why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't you make it four payments of 20? Because then it's 420. It's a little more on brand. Okay, well, that is great. But I think you're supposed to have 19. I think it's uh, the transactions are supposed to end in 95. I mean, look, you're all 90. Regardless, you're trying to sell sunglasses to people who like a donkey you made up. If they're <laughs> buying them, they're not smart enough to be fooled by the nine at the end of the price. Uh huh. They don't care. They, they will give you any amount of money. Uh-huh. No, four, four, tw- uh, well, why stop at uh, $4.20? Why not $420? So just to sum up, the question was, could Tom fight Godzilla? And the answer has somehow become, these sunglasses cost hundreds of dollars, but a donkey likes them. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer was control over the sun. All right. Well, the, the second part of the question was, what would you need? Not the sun. If you're your size, could you fight Godzilla and how? If I have like a sun remote control, I What is with you and the fucking sun? He's a goddamn lizard. They love the sun. The sun is This the is the worst idea. Universe. And it's close enough to be able to harness its powers and shoot lasers and stuff. If you get it close enough to kill Godzilla, you're also going to melt Tokyo. Okay, but if I have the power for like solar flares, I send a super hard one right at Godzilla. Well, okay, so your answer is I'd be an X-Man, which is insane. <laughs> So that is there any there's no rule that says the donkey can't be an x-man our next question <laughs> uh, uh yeah go ahead yeah i can't i can't think of anything else maybe the power of love okay so you just get i mean that is kind of godzilla ended up a good guy yeah no i teach him how to love uh yeah. and- you could negotiate with godzilla yeah you know, uh, and then it's kind of like a, what, like a my neighbor Totoro situation with me and Godzilla. There you go. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Japanese government is like, let's blow both of them up just to be safe. Because <laughs> <laughs> one one of them is destroying our homes and uh, offices, and the other one is really taking a toll on the sushi market. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I, I say I think love is more powerful than war, and that is okay. Why. Uh. Minetta asks, you guys will be turned into a chimera, but you get to choose what kind. Do you know what a chimera is? I have no idea. I'm guessing so a, chi- a bird. A chimera is an animal made of other man- animals kind of thing. Okay. Like like a centaur kind of thing, but he has like, uh, oh, parameters. Uh-huh. The parameters are, uh, hold for a second. All right. You get to pick your legs, your torso, your arms, your head, and a tail if you want. Uh, and the genitals you get will be from the torso, not the legs. So arms, legs, torso. Head and a tail if you want one. I'm going to start. Okay. I would pick the legs of a donkey. Okay. 
I would pick the arms of a donkey. Okay. I would pick the torso of a donkey. Okay. I would pick the tail of a donkey. Okay. And the head of a donkey wearing sunglasses. Okay. Yeah, dude. Doug's McKenzie. Party all the time. (laughs) All right. Now, real quick before. Well, I'm thinking, I got to make sure no one else has already swooped on Nugs McKenzie. I'm sure it exists. Okay, but it's how big. Okay, it doesn't doesn't fall into the automatic. I'm not seeing it, yeah. No, no, yeah, McKenzie Rose. I don't know who the fuck. Oh, NFL cheerleader. Yeah, fuck her. Nugs McKenzie, dude. Um, uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so I'm going to do the torso of a rhino. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do the head of a salamander. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there and we're going to you're going to I'm going to need you to walk me through your process here. Um well, the body is big and 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 boisterous. Salamanders are fun. Okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know that I would think that was fun. Arms of a gecko. Okay, but hang on. I don't think you get a big salamander head, though. I think you have a teeny tiny head at the end of a rhino body. Right, and the gecko arms. Uh, okay, so basically, you're like, making you're making a, you're making a thick cripple is what you're building. Yeah, you are building an armored version of Gilbert Grape's mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, chicken legs. Okay, <laughs> nothing that can move a rhino body. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna be able to watch all the hockey I want, and then I'm gonna throw in. You're already fat. You don't need to <laughs> manipulate science. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a dragon tail. Okay, <laughs> you made you made the wrong call at every angle there. Okay, but it would be a fun animal. Okay, what what what's it called? Huh? What's it oh, called? Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, it's a rhino and a gecko, so I'm going to say a gecko. <laughs> I think you were going to say a gyno. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gecko. <laughs> okay, I want that to be the man. Just uh, 15% or more on your car insurance. Let me die. <laughs> Just this horrible fucking Brundle monster. <laughs> He's doomed to live forever and tell people about savings, even though nobody can save him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scoundrel said, if you had to smash two things together to make a new combat style, what would it be? I.e. combat cooking, combat farming, combat driving, etc." Ooh, okay. And you can't do like combat combating? I mean, that seems like it's missing the spirit of the question. Okay, fair. Fair. Um, ooh, okay. I mean, fun to watch would be Combat Parkour, which is just every early 2000s movie. So maybe not. Okay. As yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm trying, you know what, you know what mine would be? Mine is Combat Golf. Okay. Where you have to try and play a round of golf, but also other guys are trying to kill you with the golf clubs. So you got to like fight them off and get yourself enough space to hit the ball and get down to the other side. You, okay, so I'm going to go off of what I think would be fun to watch in an action movie. Okay. Combat scuba diving. Now, they've, okay. had, they've had some scuba diver be like, I got to swim to the boat and shit like that. Fucking. Right. I want 
two armies with harpoon guns and scuba gear going at it. So it's just it, it's basically just a slow motion war. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy on land like hey you guys we can do this up here it'd be like way easier yeah honestly <laughs> combat skydiving would be fun oh that's pretty tight I, that, that's got to be in one of those mission impossible movies no yeah no it is i'm trying to think what is what has not been done um ooh, combat stock market all right there you go yeah for for the for the underdog getting ahead. So yeah, you know what you know what the combat stock market is? If you want to buy stock in something, you have to kill whoever owns those shares. Yes, yes. We're keeping it old school. So the Robin Hood app now really just sends you uh, an address. And if you go murder the guy who lives there, you own 85 cents worth of uh, Hertz rent a car. Right. <laughs> See, I, I kind of like that. What's that? I like that. I like that we combine the worlds of uh, assassination with uh, financial planning. I mean, it's pretty much you're just Pablo Escobar, but there are rules. I instead guess. Of cocaine, it's you know, like uh, yeah. Instead of cocaine, it's like uh, you you know, it's fighting for a uh, fucking you know, stock in WWE. There you go. Yeah, I love I love that we're just naming stocks from your weird ass portfolio now. <laughs> it's a very weird portfolio. It's very odd. It's it I like I know you've done research and everything you're saying is that it does read like the portfolio of a guy who doesn't fully understand what money is. <laughs> but, okay, uh what do I know? People like wrestling. People have to drive to wrestling. <laughs> Halfway there. Yeah. No, the biggest the biggest problem I have is that uh uh those weed stocks got fucked with. So I'm just uh, I'm just kind of with those until things things happen. But what happened to them? Well, the there was a combination of things. They were talking about legalizing, which they're not talking like they, the, that's on hold, like federally, right. which will happen eventually. You know, sure. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I think that will rise it up. And the other <clears throat> is all those fucking dorks that put in the money into GameStop. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they, they did something to change it, but they changed their mind uh, or they sold uh, and I didn't know they were selling. So now I'm just stuck with below with, uh, with, with not a lot of like a, with a loss there, but I'm just going to hold on to it till it flips. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I think, dude, I think Nugs McKenzie is going to skyrocket the weed sales. Yes. Dude, we could sell his like, like a strain with not like, we could sell a strain of weed that was garbage fucking scraped out resin from a bowl. And if it was called Nugs McKenzie and it, it, like, I genuinely think we could like make a profit, nothing to do with like selling to people who like us. I just think that's a, a million dollar idea. It's, it's such a great name for a weed strain. <laughs> um, all right. We've got uh, uh, Andrew Janoski says, Hey guys, favorite Mortal Kombat character. And if Tom was in the game, what would his outfit and fatality be? I mean, I'd probably wear what I always wear, which is shorts and a black t-shirt. Right. I think my killing move is uh, uh, Pacquiao from Pac Palace comes out, bites you in the dick as I hit you with a sledgehammer. <laughs> okay, I like that. 
Um, I is I just start screaming in pain for whatever weird thing my body's doing that week. <laughs> 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 like I have the only fatality move where I kill myself. <laughs> I, I, my, my favorite Mortal Kombat guys were always Jax and Kano because I love that the implication of the Mortal Kombat world is that every time you lose a body part, you get like a more powerful robot part of the body. Like it's happening so often in that world that these are just commonplace replacements. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think. Honestly, Tom, you would just be Kano because he's just a weird Australian criminal with a robot eye who just his power is he has a big knife. Uh, and I can see I can see that being you. He's kind of just hairy and swarthy and like, all right, I fucking killed you. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm more of a hammer guy, but like, I I like knives. I think if Tom is a Mortal Kombat character, he's that weird rhino lizard thing he described, and his superpower is whatever button you push, he tries futilely to commit suicide. <laughs> I'm trying to think what your powers would be. I I, I like to. Oh, you know what you do? Uh, you do you do you take your clothes off and do like a power slide down lube and like crash into the guy. Okay, so I just go fucking people bowling. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it like starts with you like squirting lube all over the place, eating a hot dog, taking your clothes off, and zoom. Here's here, here's the thing I, I that I'm really grateful to my career for being able to say. That's not how rubbing lube on a fat guy and trying to slide him works, and I know because I've tried and failed. <laughs> I know, but in the video game, it works. All right. Well, I like it then. I like it. I like that. I I like that. I am fighting, but I also have a lot of lube with me just in case. <laughs> Because you know what? Sometimes a fist fight turns into a blowjob. We were talking about that earlier. Exactly. It all comes together. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think we had like one more. Uh, Dan says, how do you feel about bands like Nirvana and Weezer showing up on classic rock stations now? Old, angry, indifferent? In, indifferent. Like, I don't, who still listens to radio? Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what's fucked up is sometimes I do want to listen to the radio. Like, I just kind of miss radio as an art form. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I, and, then I, and then I do, and then I'm like, oh, I, this sucks. Right. I mean, that's kind of my thing is just, like, I don't, like, on road trips it can be fine. Uh, but, like, honestly, I don't know, like, I do not listen to the radio enough to care. Right. And really Nirvana being an, uh, a classic rock thing is not, I'll tell you the one that got me. Cause in general, I don't mind uh, like nineties bands being oldies. I'm like, that's just how it goes. But I heard Blink-182 on an oldies station fairly recently. And that, uh, that really, uh, it is what it is. The timing works out, but man, that made me feel old. Yeah. Cause that came out in 99 and I'm like, Oh shit, that was 22 years ago. Yeah. I'm yeah, uh, old. I mean, I'm not. Up? I'm still in my twenties, but like, it's weird to think like, oh, I have limited time left in this being young thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I don't have any of it. Yeah, no, I have little to show for it. <laughs> That's not true. You've got you've got lights behind you. Yeah, yeah, I have multiple failed podcasts. You're making headway to one day be able to potentially light your face. <laughs> oh, to dream the impossible dream. Look, when the when the Nugs McKenzie fortune hits, I'm telling you. 
Yeah, I mean, here's the good news. I have a lamp. It just doesn't look work. <laughs> does it have a light bulb in it? It oh, it does work. Oh my God, Tom! Do you, how long, Tom? First of all, a literal light bulb just went on over your head while you had an epiphany, which is you're a fucking cartoon character. How <laughs> long have you had that lamp there and just not tried to turn it on because you decided Girl, it didn't work? I, I have tried to turn it on. I, there's a little screw here, and I've been trying to turn that for about seven years. Uh, Tom! Tom! <laughs> well, I didn't realize the cord had a thing on it. And you, I, you, you, you went seven years without a proper lighting source in that room. No, I do. Rather than just spending five minutes to turn the screw. Oh, I wish I had only spent five minutes trying to turn this lamp on. <laughs> oh, my girlfriend's gonna be so stoked. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, because you're you're doing fucking you're doing the long distance relationship. Yeah. And look. If I if I was trying to like FaceTime with somebody I was romantically interested in and I looked at the way you looked, they would need to call the cyber police on me. Uh-huh. The cyber police is the Terminator. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's the show for this week. Yeah, no, this is a fun one. Yeah. Oh, one last tweet. Uh this just came in a couple minutes ago. Uh BLT said, uh, thank you to me for getting him into the music of Charles Manson. Uh, you're very welcome. Yep, Keith Carey, force of good. Yeah, big big pro Manson. I support local artists, you know. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. We're we're wrapping it up. Um, once again, real quick, if you want to donate to that GoFundMe, their family would really appreciate it. I tweeted it out, uh, and then yeah, this was this was a fun one. All right, bye.